Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So this is episode 10 of the Mum and Mama pod with Amy Bullman and... Harry Chapman. She's not even said my name yet. She's been. She known me for long. Harrod Chapman. Oh, lovely, lovely. Angara Chapman. Lo- <laughs> what is that? What is that? I don't know. I, don't know. I can't do accents. Lola's good at accents. Should I, I tell Cheated. you? Oh God. <laughs> she. She had to be an Australian. Have you seen the film Chopper? Yeah. With Eric Banner. Yeah. yeah. She when she did her Australian accent, she sounded like Chopper. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. She was just really aggressive and loud. Oh so that, God. Yeah, that was for a school play. She had to be a surfer or something. So my friend Palmer, yeah. he's got like the worst accents you have ever heard, <laughs> and he does like he tries his best, but every everyone sounds exactly the same. And he's just put up like he does like little skits and little funny things that he puts up. And he's just done one recently. It's Isolation Indigit. It just basically sounds like himself. Isolation Indigit. Because he's been travelling around. He just sounds like himself. But you ask him to do a Welsh one, sounds like himself. Chinese, sounds like... He can't do them. But no matter how much you tell him, he just doesn't hear it. He thinks he's all that in a bag of chips. Bless him. Yeah, well, this is... Mo, how are you? I'm good. Well, this is episode 10. I can't believe we're still live on air. episode 10. I know. I know. It's crazy. It's good. But this is our second part of our conversation with the lovely Saskia, isn't it? Yes, it is. And we're... Our superstar. Yeah. And you've obviously listened to episode um, nine, which is all about the work she does and, and how she does it. And this is slightly different because this is more on a personal level and her being a mum and how... Yes. How that came about, and that's really interesting. Um, yeah, it's because fascinating. we're, you know, I had IVF as well, so did um, Saski. So it's a, a, quite, quite a nice uh, thing to hear about the two different ways of doing things. It's great, and it's funny. Yeah. It's a lot of funny, yeah, funny things funny. That are in there. Um, and we're, yeah, so... yeah, we really appreciate you, Saski, for coming on. We're loving your work. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, work. yeah check, it, check out. it out. See you on the other side. Bye. Work. <laughs> So I was just going to say, how did you get into the educating thing? Because obviously you're very well educated. <laughs> educated. <laughs> so now you go around teaching. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Forest Gate. Just Forest Gate. I grew up, I grew up on, on that side of life. Yeah, I um I got into be I got into uh being an inclusion trainer lgbt plus inclusion trainer through um a bit by well i started off as voluntary doing it but it was it was purely out of conversation of um saying that i'd always wanted to maybe do workshops in schools with young people and i I started doing voluntary work originally around um drugs and alcohol and supporting young people with issues around that um and i really loved that work is that how you met harry no that was just another drug and alcohol feud night, another no. day. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I know, I know Saski through um, my sister, um, and uh, yeah, now I've been like taken under the family wing, so I'm she quite happy in that respect. Absolutely, the firm, as I like to call them, the firm. <laughs> we don't did. fucking mess with the firm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, follow. So. Yeah, we are, Harry is in the firm, she's in the firm, and uh, we don't mess with Harry either. They like, works both ways. <laughs> we love her, we love her very much. Works both ways. Mm. <clears throat> but you, but I guess, 
from the educator side as well, you you know, you've got many hats, but you're probably your hat you haven't mentioned because we haven't really touched on it, um, is the fact that you are um mum to the wonderful George. Well the yeah. wonderful mum to the wonderful George. Oh um, yeah. My so little you have a a beautiful is he nine? He's nine now, isn't he? Uh he's ten. Ten in February he was. Ten. Yeah. Jeez Louise. <gasps> It is the uh, 10 going on 18. Has he got attitude? Yeah. Has he got attitude? But he's... he's see, he, he, he starts it. He has, yeah. And, and it's funny because, I mean, you know, it's so funny because when you see other kids, that you, you'll know this growing up. I remember growing up and you see other kids and they seem to be misbehaving and doing whatever they're doing and you're like, oh, God, my son's an angel. And then when it's your kid, you're like, fucking shut up. Don't want everyone else to see you fucking <laughs> like that. Like that. You, know, you know, you get so embarrassed. Oh, my God. But, um, you know, he's got this, he's, he's just got R- to this... Stop bribing them. Yeah. Stop bribing them. Or accidentally. Like, seriously. <laughs> I'll buy you a, a game if you shut up. Yeah. <laughs> or now I just resorted to threatening him. I always say, oh, what's, this, what's that sound, George? That's the sound of your Xbox smashing on the ground as I throw it out the window. <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's like, no, mum, no. But, um, yeah, no, you, of course, you know, we love our kids. They have their bloody moments. But it's funny because it, it's kind of like he's reached 10 and his hormones have just gone in, gone chaos, into chaos. And he's, like, totally... Yeah. He's, he's lovely and fine in his face most of the time. But as soon as he goes into one of his little sort of uh, tantrums, if you like, he just... Oh, my God, I just have to shut the door on him sometimes. He's like, all right, George, you just need to yeah. go and take some time. Because I always Give go... Yeah, one of two ways with me. I like, but I am very, I am a calm person, but when I go, I, I go, you know, it's like the Catherine reel, it's off, you know, and it's like, yeah. I, and I do that, one countdown, countdown, one, two, three, four, you know, uh, that's Catherine, not actually, you said I was educated there, countdown, one, two, three, yeah, there we go, um, just count, countdown, <laughs> Count, calm down, calm down. You can't calm. Calm down, calm down. <laughs> exactly, yeah, calm down. Anyway, so so I'll, I'll be like, George, you just need to have some time. Time out, chill out. And then bless him, he shuts the door, we shut the door, and I'll get on with it, whatever I'm doing. And then he'll come out and he'll go, oh, sorry, mum, sorry. And then and now, but what's cute, he started saying, he goes, mum, I just, I get so angry and I just don't know what to do about it. Like, And I said, it's just because of your hormones. Oh, and, you know, it's, he goes, I, he's, I said, you just got to, like, yeah. come take count to 10 i'm sitting there cursing him counting to 10 but yeah, yeah. i was like just count to 10 you know but um yeah and, he, and he's i just said to <laughs> try like take a leaf out of my book i'm like wringing his neck but yeah he's, he's so, what's, so, so what's the um so what's your story then with um with your situation then did with, you have him no well no i'm his non-biological mum so right. we, um, so him and his other other mum, um, obviously there can only be one having the child. <laughs> but at the time, I always yes. knew I needed to be a parent. I wanted to be a oh, parent. Shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Absolutely. But when you got two women, how would you choose? Oh, like, fuck that. You can go first. I ain't ready for that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, did you have that? Did you have that conversation? Well, yeah. I mean, did to be honest, yeah. I mean, to be honest, we had the conversation of. Uh, we both knew we wanted to be parents. I knew I wanted to be a parent, regardless. I mean, I can remember being little, and when you think of kids, and I don't, and it's weird that I thought like this actually, considering it was a young, young, a young age to think like this. But I always thought I'd ha- be a. Pa- I always knew I'd be a parent, but I always thought maybe it'd be around adopting a kid or something. You know that kind of thing. Right. Like I never envisaged having going through pregnancy. Um, but then when I was never yeah. against it, but that wasn't just the way I thought about, I just knew I'd be a parent or wanted to be a parent at some point. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't even about being gay or anything. I can, I can remember being sort of, I don't know, 11 or whatever, thinking that kind of thing. Um, but going back to being two mums, so obviously, yeah, there can only be one at the time, um, unless you both do it, I guess, at the time, you know, whatever. Anyway, digressing. <laughs> <laughs> She wanted to go. I just wasn't ready. I just wasn't ready. I just knew that I. She really desperately wanted to go through pregnancy and go through the birth and and that whole sort of you know um, journey. And I knew that I wanted to be a parent. And for me, blood. You know, it's not about that. It's 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 uh, um, nurture nurture over nature for me. Anyway, I always thought yes. that. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. So again, she just she wanted to go first, and then it never really came round to my turn. <laughs> 
because we split up, so it never really came around to my turn. But I wasn't waiting for my turn. I wasn't waiting for my turn. You know, it just happened that yeah. you know along that journey. Yeah. But but for George, you know, we're we're, we're both his legal parents, and what I love is that we yeah. were lucky to when we were starting the uh, you know starting going through sort of treatments to, for for his other mum to get pregnant. Um, it, it was we waited because we were waiting for the law to change for same sex couples, so that it would mean that okay. I would be on the birth certificate because if we did it. Before that, um, it would mean that if I wanted to legally, um, like, uh, have legal recognition as a parent, as a parent, as a parent, I would have had to have adopted him. And <laughs> then you have to actually pay for that as yeah. well. Oh, so I was right. just like, well, oh, that's a bit shit. So who would have been the other parent on the birth yeah. then? So no one would, would have. just not been anyone? There just wouldn't have been, um, probably just oh, been unknown, God. I guess, that's or something ridiculous. like that. Yeah, but that was the law, you see. So it wasn't that, it wasn't recognised for same-sex couples. And I do know, you know, some couples now who have um, been together and had kids and, and obviously one is the biological and legal parent and where the other yeah. one has played a parental role in that child's life in every aspect of their life. Aspect but if they, yeah, yeah. yeah, but if they left, if they split up today, they wouldn't actually have any legal rights over that child, you know, if because of those circumstances. Oh so it's, um, so yeah, so we, we were, we were lucky that, and I'm pleased we waited to do that. Um, and it's nice for me because I love the fact that I'm on his birth certificate. I love that for me. It's such yeah. an important thing yeah. because, you know, again... So, oh, sorry, go on. I was just going to say, how, how did you have him? Did you... Was it someone you knew? It was eBay. And, you um, turkey <laughs> throughout. <laughs> well, this is it, We're yeah. We, yeah. You go, you have a delivery. Um, we, we, we tried various... We tried various ways because, um, as I said, always say, we were cutting out the middleman, literally. So what could we do? So so we we bought our sperm. Yeah, we bought our sperm. And I always like the story. I think it's funny that I had a, a, my, my money because it was expensive. It's a whole expensive thing, isn't it? Uh, I would have done a one night stand yeah. if I could have, but uh, we wouldn't have really got away with it. Um, but How much had, is sperm? Well, yeah, it did, it varies, but um, back in the day, but I remember. What varies on what? Though what? What varies? On, like, do you get graded sperm? Uh, listen, I freaking it was it was hard enough picking a donor. Do you think I'm going doing a degree in sperm buying? <laughs> I, I I'm not in the business of buying and selling like regularly. <laughs> but I can remember having a do check. They come with like a profile. <laughs> yeah, like here. You want to buy what? You want to buy some sperm here? Yeah. <laughs> Come and look this, check that, yeah. I'm not that easy. This thing the amount of spunk that must get wasted every <laughs> second of every day. Exactly, you go around ringing story. out tissues and all the, oh, these old boobs. Oh, <laughs> but I can remember, <laughs> I can remember being, um, yeah, like I got this check for um, whiplash from a car accident and I literally remember it was two and a half grand or something like that and I could no, literally no, remember. No yeah, no wind, no feet, no wind, no wind, no sperm. It was in our case, so we 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 had this check, this check, and it was a uh, uh, literally held, holding like that, thinking, oh my god, for a second, feeling like I've got money in my life, and then it was just like, like taken out of my hand by his other mum. Like, oh, that's paying for the sperm. So uh, yeah, we we because we went to a sperm donor um, eventually, yeah. eventually, but we tried various other ways before. What other ways did you try? So. <laughs> So we tried, um, so we think, <laughs> um, I'm suddenly feeling naughty about this, but it, we tried, um, well, eventually he was born via, um, IVF, but backing it up, backing it up, backing yeah. it up, we, um, we, we had the money. So originally we, we did try, um, a, a fertility treatment known as IUI. And again, I'm not, I don't yeah. know, don't ask me what that stands for. Google it, people, if you're listening. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't, you know. So we tried IUI. Um, we'll put the, a link up. We'll at, link. At the, yeah, we put a link up. Yeah. Um, at the London Women's Clinic. And basically what that IUI was, was that we, they would take the sperm and it would be, it would be, I'd say professionally, medically ejected into you know the lady parts so right. it would go into that <laughs> with a water gun with a water gun yeah yeah exactly with a, with a nerf gun <laughs> yeah. 
I'll tell you, if it, if it had gone in with the power of a Nerf gun, it probably might have stuck quicker the way this freaking yeah. thing was set up. You know, like, <laughs> it's like it was pushing it with the syringe. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> and your legs are up past your knees or your, or your eyes and that. But, um, <laughs> so, so we tried that a couple of times with the, um, at the London Women's Clinic and we, it yeah. wasn't, un, it was unsuccessful and there was no fertility, you know, she didn't have any fertility issues per se. Again, as I say, it was just literally, that was how he was yeah. doing it, kind of like the middleman. So, um, it, but it was disheartening because it's every time you are, um, doing it and it doesn't work, you know, there's such, so many things that, the emotional side of it the financial stress the yeah. everything that goes, yeah. goes with it you know um so it was really getting it was really uh becoming it was putting quite a strain on our relationship and the finances and um, for me as a singer at the time and working full-time i was literally doing like my full-time job lots of evening gigs and there was well in fact, they were always in nightclubs, and the the, the queer scene is twenty four seven. So you're not in a nightclub any day yeah. of the week, you know what I mean? So he's yeah. like, I was doing a lot of events, and and I was just knackered. Basically, I was absolutely knackered. It was a stressful time, um, and then you know, not getting the on on the pregnancy test, not getting the um, the positive yeah. each time. You, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. Even it wasn't me, my body, but it's me as the partner, me as still the parent wanting that you know so oh, yeah, it, yeah. it put, a, put a lot of strain on that so we, so that's what we did um and then we thought we'd take a break from it because it was getting a bit too expensive and stressful and we just thought we've, yeah. we've told people and everyone bless them wants to be supportive and how are you doing and is it did it work and you know and and, and then it's that oh I've got to make that call and tell people that it yeah. didn't quite work and i can actually get goosebumps thinking about that actually but yeah it's just that feeling of oh didn't work so we took a break from it and then we were, we'd we moved into, uh, and we bought a flat at the time. And uh, the person <laughs> the person doing up our flat was a bit of a handyman, all round, uh, you know, handyman, very lovely guy. But, uh, and we, we come quite friendly with him and, and his wife and their and their whole family. <laughs> and, uh, and, how friendly. Uh, yeah, how exactly. Friendly. How, fr- how friendly's friendly, um, you know. So, so, so we become friendly with them and they knew our struggle and they knew the situation and how hard it was for us and you know and um and <laughs> yeah they bless them very lovely and that but they off they offered that you know his wife pretty much offered him up to be honest like you know you're on a serving plate you know she's like yeah we've talked about it he'll do it you know but so so basically they was offering the sperm for us which is really lovely on one hand but i'm so pleased thank god that it didn't work in the end doing that so so basically he did you know we we signed sort of like a legal contract thing um he had his sdi tests and everything and hiv you know to make sure that it was he was clear um and yeah and then and then we how did the transaction work then in a paper brown paper bag um you just <laughs> it come, like, it come in a, like, a pass, like, so yeah it's quite funny actually because um we've tried <laughs> it, it's it was it was not cd but it was it, in hindsight it probably was a little bit weird well it was absolutely weird because it was just a small one bedroom flat anyway and it's like she'd be waiting in the bedroom he'd go into the bathroom and we thought let's help this situation along we we and i didn't help the situation along by the way let me just add that but we thought <laughs> i know your mind wandered when i said let's help this situation let's move things on here come on whip them off <laughs> it was it was literally <laughs> no it was actually we put you know, some dirty mags for him like you know just bit, you know, do you want some dirty mags and a cup of tea we'll a cup of tea with that um you know <laughs> and then he'd be so he'd go in the bathroom and he'd do his stuff and it was the same bathroom he was doing up for us anyway so hopefully he was in there looking oh i need to get fixed that i need to fix that and make sure that's screwed on properly uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. so he was doing he was doing that and then it's you'd come out with it in the pot and then i would with the um do you know what i, I don't want to sort of make part of this story out, but I, I don't know i feel like we must have used the turkey poster i can't remember we definitely had some syringe type base you know something I, I i guess just to be stereotypical i should say it was a uh, um turkey base i don't i i feel like it was something like that it must have been you know well that's what people use isn't it in those situations must have been, That's yeah. Because he has to go far. He has to go far in. He has to go far. There we go. So you know, <laughs> Christmas, Christmas was cancelled for that cooking, for that dinner. 
So we did it, but it stunk. Like a cow pole thing, can it? It has to be like a cow pole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one and a half, yeah, one point five measurements of sperm to in accordance <laughs> with the length. <laughs> yeah, a teaspoon and a half, depending on how old the child is. Oh shit, they're twelve over twelve, five times, you know. So, but it smelled. The sperm stunk. Oh, I'd always remember being like, oh, disgusting. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's the usual smell. I don't know. It's not my bag. It's not my. It's not not my remit. Yeah, does it usually smell that bad? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, not 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 bad. Bad. bad, Not bad. I think. Yeah, I think you know. Look, bless bless this guy and this. You know, they were really trying to do us a very happy. And then she'd be up there with her legs up. You know, up against the wall. Up. You know, they say, "Have your legs up just to let all the sperm run down." And I don't know. It didn't. It didn't work. And then we we tried it a couple of times and it didn't work. And but I am I'm absolutely. You tried it a couple of times with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We tried it a couple of times with him, and it and it didn't work. We might, yeah, definitely at least twice we tried it, but it was just, um, it was just the fact that it was, it was, uh, it was again. It's just such an emotional strain, the whole thing, you know. Um, But then, but then, what was happening also? We were running out of money financially, and I think we decided we didn't actually really want this guy to be part of it, even though he wouldn't have been, he would not have played a parental role whatsoever. But we didn't want him to be part of that. So um, it's all good, though, isn't it? Because you don't know how people will be after. Yeah, yeah. you don't you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Probably for the best, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And and then so how, what? Sorry. So how did it happen then? Yeah, how did it happen? Yeah, yeah. So then after, then we again, luckily, you know, with these law changes uh, for same-sex couples being becoming parents, um, it meant that we then would have been part of the uh, depending on our postcode again, a postcode lottery, which we luckily fell into. Uh, it was um, three free sessions for um, IVF, so we qualified yeah. for them. Um, and we, yeah, and then we had to, um, we went, we went and did it, it, did it that way. But we still, I say they were free. I'm sure we, we did pay towards it as well. There was, there was definitely a lot of financial costs in that, um, yeah. in that whole process from start to finish, um, in the thousands. God, yeah. yeah, as it is. So yeah, so really, you are thinking we should have just fucking went on a night out. You know, we should have lesed it up in a straight bar. And then got some geezers to come down. You know what I mean? Like, it, you know, we've got we've got John, Dave, and Frank here, and they're already they're queuing yeah. up. Um, you know, we should we should have done that. It would have been cheaper. We could have then celebrated in our yeah. in Barbados, but it didn't quite work out like that. You know. But so how, so how did you get so um, going back to to the sort of sperm donor? How how did that happen? Yeah. So this is the other thing. So it was a funny little time, really. So. Whilst all these laws were changing for same-sex couples and for, uh, you know, like me to be on the birth certificate and then us to be eligible for that that, that financial funding for the um, for the IVF, there was also ID release, uh, which came out for sperm donors. So originally we were looking at sperm donors again um, with the London Women's Clinic um, and like local London donors. But um, when that happened, there was just a massive shortage because it meant that when, when the, the, the donor... Uh, when the child uh, turns 18, they could potentially get access to the records to find out who the donor was um, if they wanted. And that caused a massive issue uh, and a massive shortage. So it meant that we then went to a different um, sperm, uh, to, to a different uh, donor. Yeah, I can't even speak now. Too much talk of sperm. Jesus Christ, I'm not used to this. It's, yeah, sperm it's shop. Do, yeah, do a, do a sperm shop, yeah. We went online. <laughs> And Amazon, <laughs> Amazon, if you don't know, I've got a sperm bank. And <laughs> they probably have now. now. Ten, ten years later, they probably freaking have. But, um, yeah, no, we, we ended up going to a Danish sperm bank, which was um, um, so much better. I'm so pleased we did because, you know, it means that we've got our... Um, we had so much more information about the donor, information yeah. about um, their medical history, information about their family medical history, both sides of the parent, you know, um, and also a picture of the donor when there was a baby. Um, and also uh, they had to put... What did they do? So they did like an interview, like an audio interview mm. about why they wanted to do it. And then they also did um, a written, like, re- not a report, like just a letter basically about what, yeah. why they wanted to do it, why they thought it was important. Wow. You know, so you got so much more information that you would, you know, hair, eyes, height, you know, from a UK donor. We so got what so do much you more. get from, 
Well, why don't you, you don't get all that information then here? You didn't get all that information. I, I mean, I don't oh. know if it's changed now with the idea release in what. What information did you get? He's um, got, like, he's, he's, he's Frank, he's a builder. <laughs> yeah. He's that's behind it. you. That's he's jacking that's off it. behind you. Um, <laughs> that's all you get. That's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> he's your Uber driver. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's all round. Don't talk about Uber drivers, uh, Saskia. Oh. oh, God. That's that. Wow. <laughs> so you got a good one. Did you go on looks or did you go on... I think, you know... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Health, health and looks. Well, it is that whole joke, isn't it? That you know, when sperm donors they're they're six foot models and they've got the IQ yeah, yeah. of you know whatever. Yeah, but this person apparently did. You know, they did yeah. have those things. I mean, you know, um, we don't George know what he looks like. He's a cute, he is a cute little little bubba. But I mean, he looks actually he's very much like his mum's side as well, and and he looks very much like his uncle, his um, mum's brother. So yeah. you know, which you know, he's an attractive guy. So there is that. But you can see, I think, every now and then, knowing what the baby picture of the donor looked like um, when George yeah. was a little, around that kind of age, you could just see a little bit in his lips. He's got, and every he looks, ah. he's got because he's Danish. So like I always joke, he's my little Danish bacon. But he's like, um, you know, he he does have a little bit of every now and then. There's a little bit of Danish that, you know. But I I, I see it because I know what the baby looks like. You know, the the yeah, Danish yeah. Looks like does, the baby. He, does he know all this? Like, yeah, he does. I mean, he don't know about the magazines and the sperm in the cup and the turkey baster. He don't know that bit yet. <laughs> he may when he, when he's older, I might tell him over over a beer or something. But, uh, yeah, no, he does know. And I think it's important that it wasn't never a taboo thing. Because, you know, you always hear... But anyway, yeah, so he does know. He does know. And he... uh, But it's obviously been, you know, age appropriate. What is important for him to know? And just that. So he... Because, you know, he's asking questions about why I've got two mums. And now, obviously, with his other mum, when we split up and we, you know, we had different partners afterwards. um, But his other mum is now married to... Um, a guy so when when he was growing up which is you know that's that's fine that is what it is but when he was growing up then he's got his two mums and he's got a dad who's a stepdad and, and you know and I think I think yeah. when they're blended families especially you've got two mums as well I want him to be confident and empowered in who he is yeah and knowing that Absolutely. he's equipped for any little shit that tries to say something about you know you're a donor baby and so he's like yeah, and what, you fucking prick, you know, or whatever when he's holding yeah, it, you yeah, know, I want him to yeah, feel yeah, yeah. confident, you know, in that. Um, or if he, if he listens to him, his granddad will just probably knock him out, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, but... Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so how often, how does it work then with, how old was he when you split up? Uh, he was, I think he was about uh, coming up to two. He was actually quite young when we split up, maybe, yeah. Okay. Um, so... Um, just before that actually but but you know i always think about it was young when we when he was young when we split up but our relationship was in ruins way before that purely for many reasons but i don't i you know obviously the stress of the um the stress of the ivf we bought a house in that uh, mortgage and stuff and and lots of financial strain and and it does have an impact on your relationship even on a sexual you know, sexual level and stuff, but there was it, there was an accumulative of things as to why, and it meant that we were literally arguing much more than we were ever happy together. We just we wasn't. Yeah. We was on different levels completely. Yeah. You know? So so yeah, he was younger. So as much as no one, you know, you'd like to live the, you know, the, have the white picket friends and the, and the, you know, the uh, happy ever after. But I always believe, even though it has been a massive journey since, I would always believe that. I never ever want to stick in anything that wasn't right for the sake of my kids, and I would never no. say that for my kids either. I think it's important that I, you see that growing with kids growing up, they can see their kids that their families or their parents rather are not happy. Um, and you know, and I can remember George, me and me and his other mum was was arguing, and, and I can remember him being little, and he was running from one sofa to the other because we was so caught up in an argument, and I clocked it, and I was like. Oh my God, that was, I can, he can't, this can't be that for him. Uh, Or for us, it was testament to this is not working. Um, So yeah, yeah, so, you know, like I say, been a journey, but I would definitely, I I would 
do it. So all how day. how often do you get to see George then? So now I see him, and I say now this has been like for the last five years or so now. Um, yeah. I I see him every other week, every other weekend. We split the school yeah. holidays uh, in the half term, so the half terms we'll share the week, half the week each. Uh, although it's coming up to May half term, so I get a full week in that week, uh, and then okay. on the summer holidays I'll get two weeks out of the six. Um, which you know everyone always says, oh you know for separated parents that's great, but it's never for me. I, I always miss him, yeah. and I you know don't get me wrong, you just have adjust to a different lifestyle, don't you? And I like the fact that. I can go out and party and do what I want in those days when I don't have him. But yeah. as a parent, yeah. as a parent, fund- ultimately, I miss him all the time. Yeah. I hate that. You know, I don't... I, again, it's another show. But the fact, that's, he, the fact that he does spend the majority of time with, with his other mum and their partner, and her, you know, the partner, yeah. that's yeah. hard for me as a parent. Even though I'm pleased, ultimately, they are very good to my son because that's the primary, you know, yeah. the most important thing. But it's hard that I miss out on a lot. I've had to sacrifice a lot because of yeah. the separation. But ultimately, what that would have meant if we stayed together, would we would have hated each other. We'd have been depressed and unhappy. And now I have a great, yeah. you know, lovely relationship with my son. He has a great relationship with both sides, both parents. And mm. he is a happy kid. And that's that's important to me. Do you know what I mean? So, How did you get to the agreement of how often you would have him? So uh, it was... <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got enough time, love. Jesus Christ. Ultimately, <laughs> ultimately... I we... think this is going to be two podcasts, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Split it. <laughs> yeah, split it up. Yeah, no, that's cool. I mean, it was horrible, actually, and it went through court, and it was it was dragged oh, through... Oh, massive... really? Yeah, it was dragged through court um, twice. We had two, we had two big court cases, um, oh. and we... Yeah, I had to fight too for now, if I'm honest, to, to stay in his life. And even, um, you know, you think after the first time, considering I am on the birth certificate and I do have full yeah. parental rights, but really I think this is there's such a big, massive loopholes in the, in the, in the you know, uh, in the system and the family courts because you, I kind of came away from that whole process feeling like, you know, um, it felt like, it was almost a bit of a conspiracy for them just wanting money out yeah. of us in the end. It was just so ridiculous, yeah. you know, how it happened. But, yeah, two court cases. We, so I've got had to get a court order uh, in place to say that I have this time uh, regularly with him. Because we, we terrible. Yeah, I know. And my film asked my pockets, my bank account. It's still, I'm still <gasps> recovering. <laughs> yeah. And I know as well. So, obviously, I've known Saskia for quite a while, so... The last one was pretty horrific, I think. And Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market so why two could you could you talk about it um, yeah, I mean, or would you rather? 
No, I don't mind. I'm happy to. I'm happy to talk about it, and I don't ever like to talk about it in a in a woe me actually. But I talk about it in a sense of. Yeah, I mean, it has massively affected me, and I would say yeah. that I would did suffer and have still got there is some sort of post traumatic stress that has come with that. Yeah. And I've had therapy and stuff over the years as a result of of that as part of things. Um, but I think yeah, it, it, it's uh, it just ended up being that it was. The first time round, we split up, and I think like any couples, especially when there are kids involved, you know, I, I remember clear as day, I was splitting up, and then the conversation was, you know, we don't want, we don't want to be at our son's wedding and him being uncomfortable on his wedding day and we're killing each other, and, you know, that we don't want to be those separated parents. We need to yeah. make sure that we're amicable and everything else. And it was like, okay, thank God, this, you know, this is this is going to be okay. Uh, and, then, and then literally it just went downhill, because I think yeah. then when you split up, with the with someone and and they're even if they know that it's not right i think when they feel like you left them it, it's that you left me syndrome and you're gonna pay and yeah. it kind of felt a bit like that i'm and, gonna make it really tricky for you yeah basically. and 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 as a parent you know and as lesbian parents i think as well i mean not not just because of that but fairly parents but it felt like we went from we were two equal parents we were two equal mums to no, no, you're not actually, you're not a mum, you're not as good a mum, or you're not, you know what I mean? Like, my, I went absolutely down the pecking order yeah. to oh, feel like, gosh. actually, I wasn't even really acknowledged as as his, as his a mum. It was almost a bit like I was a carer. And you know what, again, I, I have to be careful what I say, but I do think it's it's so cheeky but funny that at one stage I met the neighbours, our neighbours in the pub, uh, about a year later and they said oh what happened you just moved off and everything else and and she they said they said oh so you're the nanny and i was like no <gasps> and i was like i'm not the nanny i'm his other mum they was like well that's not what she told us she told us she was <gasps> the... so that was so and i was like fucking hell and i mean and, and you can imagine this is the beginnings this is the beginnings <gasps> oh my god so, so yeah <laughs> so you say that was the first one so the first one was literally just so you could see him. So 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 basically the first yeah the first court was with court you have to go through um, you have to try various you know like mediation uh, you have to see if you can talk it through and, and come to an yeah. agreement and then you have to go to mediation and if you don't if you don't go to mediation well you can't go to court until you go to mediation basically um, and uh, so we went to mediation and, and there was no agreement on mediation and then we um, and then so we had to go to court and it was actually the mediator that said because there was just no room for you know the other side to agree on anything and the, the mediator actually said to me you know what i think um, i'm gonna have to advise you now that i would say your next step could only be really going to court um and, and get yourself a solicitor um because there was just nothing yeah there was just nothing there for, for me and, I, and you know and it was it was difficult because we moved we we had our flat but we'd moved to a house uh, to rent and we and when i moved out i moved sort of like 20 uh sort of 20 minutes away and just like yeah. stayed at a friend's house for a house just so i could still see my son and and do that share care because the other part of it was you know we we'd split up and we was going through all this but when when um she was on maternity leave. When she went back, we both went part-time so that we could, you know, have shared care to, to look yeah. after him. So we both kind of went part-time. And um, so, you know, so all that was still there. But then, it, you know, as it progressed, it, um, yeah, it was just like, you know, I think I think anger anger kicks in and, you know, a new parent as well. Then I, I understand on her part there would have been the worry of I'm going to be a single parent and this A, B and C. Mm. But I never left I never left her in the lurch by no means. You know, I continued paying all the share of the bills, if not more, yeah. and, and the rent and whatever else we did for a good six months. And, and in, even in that time, the only reason why I stopped doing it was because I, I financially was flat on my feet i had you know i had nothing and and also she'd she'd got another partner i'd got another partner and it was a bit like hang on she then moved into another house and it was a bit now i'm not going to continue paying it now because we both need to now figure out how we're both going to maintain this for our son and support him together so so yeah so it changed it changed like that but that was the first time so then the first time was it was we went to court and we uh had to get the court order but it's hor- it's, it's still a horrible thing because you still have to prove you have to prove yourself as a parent and i remember yeah. the one question that really got to me was from the judge was 
I remember them saying it was almost like they asked the other mum. The other mum would be would be taking him away on holiday, you know, family holidays or with friends and doing whatever they were doing. And then it, I literally had to try and prove myself in court to say, you know, the judge was like, oh, well, can you look after him if you took him? I was taking, I wanted to take him to fucking Butlins, it was. You know, can you look after him? And it was like, who are you? He was like, who will you be going with? And I was like, I was going to go with my mum and my sister at the time, you know, little family holiday. But I remember thinking, yeah, I was like, why do I have to justify it? All of a sudden, I'm not a parent. I'm not a capable parent because we're not together. And and there was, you know. And I'm on the birth certificate as well. Yeah. I'm his parent. I'm his mum on the birth certificate. So it kind of. Feels you feeling like you've got no rights anyway. Exactly. So it was always, you know, that feeling of uh, constantly trying to prove your, prove yourself and prove your yeah. worth when you haven't actually done anything in the first place to, to suggest anything different apart from you split up. You know. So yeah, yeah, that was that. So <clears throat> I want to kind of. Um, I know we're going to wrap this up a, 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 in a bit, but I just want to go to something that's um, something that you do do that I think is quite quite important. So you're quite heavily involved in Diva, aren't you? Oh yes, so Diva magazine, yeah. I mean, I do. <laughs> yes, how heavily involved? <laughs> it sound dodgy, couldn't it? Huh? Well, I, um... <laughs> I, I only I only know this, um, Amy, because literally. Um, Saski's social calendar was probably jam-packed from January to December every <laughs> single year. Um, she'd have a celebrity outing event. She'd be going to the <laughs> Ivy, the Dorchester. But honestly, I have never known anything like it. The lesbians, the LGBTQ plus um, community. Get it in. Get out. And they get ready and they get on it. <laughs> You're out there. That's it. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about Diva. Probably yeah, what is Diva? Well, Amy probably doesn't know about it. Yeah, no, no. Well, Diva are Diva magazine. Um, they are the uh, the biggest uh, lesbian uh, and bi women's uh, magazine in Europe um, and the UK. And um, I mean, yeah, in, in terms of being heavily involved, I'm very I'm friendly with the uh, good friend of the publisher, Linda Riley. Uh, give a shout out to Linda, who who, who you know. She, yeah she she's a good friend yeah, she's yeah. she's also um you know she's she's uh, uh um in the public eye in terms of like her visibility you know she's an activist she's someone who really does speak out for the community as well and i do look up to her and respect her in that respect um because she's um you know she's someone who you know she's got a finger on the pulse with with all these different what you know even within political even politically what people should and shouldn't be doing and she'll she'll call people out and when when she needs to and that i, I respect her for that but yeah but the events are fun so, so often if i work for the if i'm not attending them as a guest which is always fun because you get nice like you know it, it's nice socializing and your dinners, dinners don't you? yeah you yeah get nice, nice little lot, lot little posh dinner you know what i mean like get napkin and all that <laughs> It has been known, it has been known. But also I do um sometimes I'll do interviewing. So if they have yeah. award ceremonies, um so for instance maybe like the Diva Awards, um, you know, I, I do I've done sort of uh, interviewing for the winners. Uh, after who and, and, and what they've won and, and talk to them about that or I do now now at the moment there's a lot of online stuff that I'm, I've been supporting them with so interviewing um for it in, will even interview for lesbian women's women's visibility day or um, women's visibility week and um yeah just 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 a mixture of things really I do I, I yeah just do a few bits you know and you've been know. on the um been on the old BBC as well, haven't you, love? <laughs> <laughs> He's made me laugh. I have. Oh, very, yes. I've been on the news, respectably been on the news, not for the wrong reasons. Not crime watch. Not crime watch. <laughs> oh, boring. Yes. yes. Not crime watch. <laughs> I just the, the truth is truth is I just haven't been caught yet that's it but um yeah I was on the news and that was uh last year that was about representing um pride and why pride's important and and hate crime and and what you know what people would need to do to you know still 
but it makes sure that we you know we're not we're not through it yet you know people get complacent yes. to think that we've got yeah. equal marriage and we've got the equality act but actually hate crime for the lgbtq plus communities is is one of the highest rates of uh, crimes you know and discrimination so so yeah talking about that and then radio stuff and and that um uh, but but but, but the, is, there a, is there a law change? Sorry, is there yeah. a, um, is that coming into schools this year? Yeah, so sort of... it is LGBTQ plus inclusion, inclusive curriculum. Yeah. So this was another thing that I, I this was another time I was on BBC, darlings. Um, <laughs> <it> was... <laughs> Uh, and the only time and then it didn't really go to crime watch but um but it was just it was just uh about to, it was the victoria Darby show and it was talk i can't talk myself now victoria Darby's show talking about pro and against an lgbt plus inclusive education so it was around the time for the protests that were happening i remember so, that yeah yeah so that's not you sorry no. <laughs> yeah not my show thank you be, parents are protesting okay so is it going to be law now that they yeah, they are doing it. So it's 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 coming into place in September, and it has to be. Um, it's an integral part of the curriculum. Oh, that's brilliant! Yeah, yeah, really good, really good. But I mean, the problem is, I mean, I mean, it's slightly different. It's different actually because they're not really in school, are they? Because of the COVID setup. But um, it's just about oh, making sure because quite often, even with laws, and we've seen this happening with our community uh, about how laws get passed, you know, under the yeah. under the radar. Yes, uh, that don't yes. really yes. support us, our, our community. And, and it's about even though they won't change that because it's already in place, but it could just get missed off a bit because it's not a yeah, priority. Yeah. Whereas just yeah, the it's not on up, their agenda to push it. Yeah, through. yeah, exactly. So, so what ages do you teach? Is it all ages? Yeah. So I do workshops from like uh, nursery up to adult adulthood. Um, you know, depending wow. on on what, and obviously it's all different the age appropriate. I mean, nursery and nursery is more about. Um, you know, just just understanding about respecting each other and that we're all different yeah. in different families and what two mums might look like in a family. And some people have one mum, some people live with their grandparents, people from different cultures, races, religions. So it's all about the, you know, encompassing all, all yeah. um, you know, yeah. parts of I remember, um, so my, my son is particularly fond of, of, of Auntie Saskia. Because um, <laughs> um, I bring him sweets all the time. That's why I was he dumped me. Exactly, <laughs> sweets and I mean, what are they called? Super things. Oh, super but, things. Um, <laughs> I can remember him going like, oh, "I want to have two mums." I was like, "Oh, really? <laughs> Which other mum would you want to have?" And he went, oh, "I want you and I want Auntie Jo." Oh, well, Auntie Sassy, you know, something, something else. And like, right, okay. And it's like the sit down kind of conversation, but he was like, "I just want two mums." But but, <laughs> but I mean, like really seriously, um, you you kind of done some work with Idris, and it was very subtle. It was very age appropriate, as you say, and it was all about you know sort of respecting people, respecting your friends in that situation where if a, if another child or another friend wants to play with say a doll or something pink that you just kind of allow it to happen and I've noticed a big change in in Idris because he's not he's not as boisterous in that manner as he probably was before like he's not afraid to say that he likes pink sweets he likes you know he likes if you ask him what paper to draw and he'll draw on pink paper he's he doesn't he doesn't associate uh, pink as being a boy and it's negative to like it because I'm a boy. Mm, he sees yeah. it as quite a positive thing, and I think that's something that you definitely did for him. Oh, um, I'm pleased. That's and cool. I think it's really important to to say that it that it is it's a positive move forward. It's a yeah, positive definitely. move forward for children and their parents because it yes. that's where the change starts. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, a lot of a lot of um, a lot of the, uh, I guess, the worry or concern for many parents was, you know, when we think about because of the way the media portrays our community quite often, you know, there's a lot of negative press and particularly around transgender 
kids and the medical process and you know it, the media will have you believe that if a young transgender kids tells you they're transgender that it within you know a bit like almost like a wonder woman set up they'll go whizzed around in the and the next thing they've had the surgery and they've they've become a girl or they've become a boy you know they've transitioned and you know there is that kind of negative press that our community have had for a long time so the fear and the association with lgbt and sex parents assume straight away that when you're talking about that in school in an educational setting that that was like what we'd be talking about and it really is like you know like what you say it's about breaking down those gender stereotypes to show especially for the younger kids to show that it's you know toys are toys and toys are for everyone um you know and and that's pretty much it that's it so it's about you know if you don't want to play with totally we 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 used to um dress up as tomboys or we used to climb trees or yeah. you know um if i was to wear a you know fireman sam outfit would anybody have any problem with that Probably yeah not well because it's fireman but, but boy yeah. wants to wear a dress yeah. or an elsa dress there's a you know, like, like yeah. there's a major yeah. issue and a major problem yeah and, and it's it's that that i have always felt that's that's like bonkers it sounds bad it isn't and it does it and it's like how you bring your children up isn't it yeah, it yeah. is. It is. But do you know what's bloody funny and annoying at the same time is that <laughs> with my son, I mean, he's, he knows, he, he probably gets sick of me talking about LGBT plus all the time. He's like, I know, mum, I know. <laughs> um, you know, because I was like, is, is, does, is that, does that look like equality to you, George? Does it? And uh, he's like, yeah, mum. But, um, you know, like, I, I for, still for years, I had, um, in fact, last summer, I, I love getting him little clothes and these tops and all that and whatever, you know, his shorts and that. And then I bought him these really cool, like, chino shorts, pink chino shorts, and they looked so good. And I was like, um, and I knew that he would just not fucking want to wear them because he's just got this yeah. thing about it. And <laughs> so what I did, I tried to, like, sneak in a shark T-shirt, and I was like, oh, look at this shark T-shirt, George, it's so cool. You want to put it? I was like, oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, he was he put his pink, he, he put the shark t-shirt, I was like, look at that shark, so cool, I was like, yeah, shove them on and all, like, yeah, put them on, like that, and just like, try and like, like, <laughs> you know, secretly like push it in, like and, uh, and then he, he just looked, he was like, no mum, uh, I was like, what do you mean, he's like, no mum, and then he blessed him though, I said, George, what is the problem, I said, pink is cool, I said, gosh, you know, like, your uncles wear pink, your, your granddad, it's so cool, it's like a trendy, I said, don't want to look cool, and he was like, and he just hung his head down, and he was like, mum, I'm not being racist to LGBT, but I just don't like pink. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> and I thought, bless him, because he's got the two kind of discriminations mixed up, but he knew his heart was, I'm not disrespecting anything. I just don't want to wear pink. It's all right. Idris will happen. Yeah, well, I think they've probably been putting his little little pile for Idris. But, yeah, so, yeah. But, but it is, yeah, just making those little changes for kids to know that, you know, because you talk about tomboys, we don't have a word for Tom girls because it's not yeah. in the English language or any real language. Sure. And um, if so, so therefore, when boys do want to express themselves and, on, and wear clothes that they like, like a dress or whatever, you know, makeup or you know, they are um, de- they're demonised and they're they're ridiculed yeah. and they're gay or yeah. they're told they're gay or you're yeah. you know it's wrong. And that and that's the problem. It's it's double standards, isn't it? And it's sexist as yeah. well. In that way, it is. You know. I always say to the girls like. When they were little, I used to buy them boys' clothes. If I liked a boys' T-shirt or a boys in, you know, inverted commas, they can wear whatever they want. But if they were boys, I wouldn't be able to... Well, I, obviously, I could go and get them a dress, but yeah. it's completely different, isn't it? Yeah. Girls can wear whatever they want. They can. Boys yeah. can't. And they can't. It's not fair. Yeah, it is crappy. I mean, and clothes lines are changing. They're making stuff more gender-neutral now for kids. And you'll yes, see, yeah. like, in a lot yeah. of... Um, like department stores, they're, they're doing clothes. They're just they're like children's section. Um, I think even D- Disney have pioneered that actually, so they've been good for that in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, it is just really about that. It's not that all girl, all boys are going to run out and put a dress on, or you know that's not the case at all. But the point is, um, letting kids understand that if they do feel comfortable, if your friend in school then feels they want to wear, a, a, you know, wants to wear the boy wants to wear the Elsa dress, or the girl wants to wear the Spider Man yeah. costume. Then they shouldn't be teased for it. It should be okay, and then it's yes. not it helping kids yeah. understand. It shouldn't matter. So I, I remember, um, I remember in, in Fuller's nursery where Idris went. Um, there was um, it's kind of about this. It's about five months. I was still really close with, and 
uh, Donna and Holly who run the nursery. But um, all the little boys like Ted, Ollie, Idris, um, Jack, they were all fighting for the Elsa dresses. But there was only like <laughs> one Elsa dress. So um, my friend Sasha, um, she was Ted and Ollie's uh, mum. She went out and bought three more Elsa dresses oh. so that the boys could wear them. Oh, and she had cool. them and, and it was... And it was, it was like, it wasn't a problem. It wasn't a problem to Donna and Holly. They just, yeah, come on, like, get them in, get them on. And it was, it was, <laughs> it was quite like it was cool. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was a nice way of everybody just accepting. The kids, the kids wanted to wear Elsa dresses. The boys wanted to wear Elsa dresses. The girls wanted to. And yeah. then all of a sudden they didn't. They were fine yeah. wearing like you know fireman sam but it was yeah. like a choice that they made exactly that's really quite yeah. key i think exactly and that's the thing just to say uh, uh, on that as well is that kids you know kids wear what is they're attracted to or they'll play with toys that they're attracted to naturally it's not nothing it'll never be a forced thing really you know it's just yes. like they are into that or they're not um and and yeah when they've got that freedom to just do what and play with what they want um you know because traditionally quite often it was oh no that's not for you that's for the girls and that's for the boys yeah. and you know and the yeah. pinks and the blues and so so when it is and nurseries to be fair they're you know that is a great fuller's nursery is a great nursery as well yeah. but um you know they are much more aware about that of that now so that they are introducing it a lot more but um but unfortunately still surprisingly there's still a lot that needs to be done with schools when i go in yeah. and think oh god <laughs> there's only little things yeah. let's just do this <laughs> you know yeah basically so just um just finishing off then oh said the nun to the vicar you, you, uh, <laughs> so obviously you've done quite a lot in your career and done quite a lot in your life but what would you say is the single most sort of wow moment that you've ever had in your career as as any of the things that you've ever been what's the one thing you could really think do you know what i've really made a difference Ooh. Coming on this podcast, obviously. yes, it was on the tip of my tongue, Amy. Amy. You just took Amy, it, put the words out of my mouth. <laughs> took the words Start out of my mouth. Podcast. <laughs> uh, you know what? I tell you what. I, I love this work that I do in schools. I know that's fundamentally what is going to make a difference to people. But in terms of my career, as you know, the yeah. stuff I do for Saski and and that brand. Last year, I had the privilege of um, what we called the Triple Three, which was where I was hosting for London Pride or Pride in London um, on three of their stages. So they have the March, which I was on the podium for. And I was uh, so as the March, as the parade goes along, you kind of do the commentary and you chat, you know, to all the all the parade and you you get, you know, just get the crowd going. So so I had the privilege of doing that. And then from there on to. Uh, going to Trafalgar Square, <clears throat> which is was over twenty thousand people, to be on stage wow. and do some hosting on that stage, um, and and as a, a, a you know a lesbian, a, East, a London girl, to be out yeah. and, and on stage in Trafalgar Square hosting, and you know that was that was a really amazing time for me, and and I did actually, I mean, I only had to, you literally because there's so many things going on. I had probably about ten minutes on stage. And I, I don't know where it came from. Out of my mouth come this, this kind of speech, you know, this speech about... I was meant to be going, you know, are oh, you all right? Let's give it up, the crowd, and all that, all that shit. But I don't know. What I just became like, as if it was the Queen's speech, you know. Like, and uh, to all those queers, be strong, be powerful, be you. You know, and it, it just... <laughs> But it was just a real moment for me, and I was like, I was like shitting my pants, nervous, but I couldn't stop the words coming out of my mouth at the same time. Um, oh. So that was a real moment. And then the, the the final part of that day was then hosting in Leicester Square on the women's stage, yeah. and again that was another big part of of Pride as well. Oh, so, wow. so 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 wow. that was really something that I really I really loved. That, that that's year. amazing. Yes, yeah, so can we awesome. come? You can all come this year. Come this year. It's like, yeah. like, no one's going to be when, there. When you said the triple three, I wondered what you were going to say. <laughs> and that, yeah, and then that, that night, the triple three continued. <laughs> uh, triple threat. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
so yeah, it's, well, all, it's, it's all good. Honestly, it's um, it's been absolutely amazing. Yeah, to, it's been um, lovely. Uh, to chat <laughs> to you and to find out lots about your life. I mean, I know you very well, but it's still you still fascinate me. I can still listen to you for hours. It's fascinating. <laughs> I think you're, you're a wonderful human being, and it's it's great to see somebody like you who's on the forefront and and to be really viewed as somebody um that's that's gonna kind of forge your head and, and really make a positive impact so i, I like yeah i think it, i think you're wicked I oh, you. yeah oh, well done you <laughs> yeah. and hopefully i'll get to meet you in, well i have met you yeah. but again but again with a drink we'll <laughs> meet again I'll go back to my speech days we'll meet again <laughs> yeah. well, amy, amy only drinks water she don't drink i'm off the booze now oh god i can't oh, wait to have a drink tomorrow oh, sorry Mm. I'm, not even, I'm not even going to start on on um, Saskia's um, inappropriate parenting moment. Yeah, I think we'll leave that. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it now at the end of the podcast, the parenting podcast, oh. and the final <laughs> we'll cut is that. she's a yeah. terrible drunk parent. Like, <laughs> that's it. Oh shit! Yeah, but, you know. Thanks very anyway. much, Saskia. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, lovely ladies. Bye. I love you so Thank bye. you. Bye. Do you remember that kids' TV program with the face with the really long nose? Yeah, is that what I look like? And it was awful. Like it was really scary. But I don't think it was meant to be scary. Do you know what? My you mom, look beautiful. I don't, I look fucking like my mum sent me, bless her, because of my skin. Yeah. And like, yeah. I feel like my skin. Balaclava. Yeah. No, my skin's changing. I think it's age, isn't it? Because, you know, my mum's like, oh, a spa. She's bought me a whole. Oh, so expensive. But she sent it to me today. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Is it good? Oh, a spa stuff. You don't... I've never, I'm not posh. It's, I don't um, get the posh stuff. It's all, it's all natural. Oh, lovely. Yeah. But it's brilliant. It's, it's really good shit. Oh, that's nice. It's really good shit. But yeah. So that was our. That, that was off the end of our lovely chat with oh, Saski. I know. And a fascinating story about how little George came about. I know, and how how um how how the sperm donors and where she got them. Oh, I mean, you just it's just it's just fascinating, isn't it? I find it hilarious. It's fascinating. It is. And I love hilarious. the way yeah, she it tells it. I love the way she yeah. tells the whole story and the positivity and the comedy and the it's just like a yeah. yeah it's just like a she's wicked yeah she's very good she's very entertaining you can completely see why she does what she does definitely do you know what i mean she's yeah she's you really want to listen to her yeah she's very positive as well that's the one of the things i love about about her is she is such a positive person and there's been some real challenges that she's overcome but she just doesn't she just does that she's very resilient and that's lovely to see yeah yeah, big up, big up, Susky, big up. Mom. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. And yeah, as always, any questions? Do you want to discuss anything? Get in touch with us, Mum and Mama Pod. We're on all the socials. Um, yeah. yeah, subscribe. If you want to know when it, when Amy's period is or how her boobs are doing, yep. You know, you can always yep. you could do that as well. It's not a problem. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can always find out. Yeah, it depends where the moon <laughs> is. The moon, your moon, <laughs> your moon, your moon. Lovely. Thank and next you. week, oh, we'll have another exciting episode about something else, won't we? Yeah, Amy the Taskmaster. We don't know what yet. Uh, Amy the Taskmaster. But it will be good. It will be. One thing we know is it will be good. Yeah, yeah, it, it will yeah. be. And also, by now, you would have, um, we would have, <gasps> we were on the Hardcore Listening podcast. That oh, would have yeah. come out. So if you've not listened to that, listen to that because that is hilarious. You in? They're um, so funny. You in the Teletubbies? Yeah, they're uh, yeah, they're good boys. <laughs> they are, and we'll put but a yeah, picture so up as well. Out. We'll put a picture up of Amy because she did a fabulous job. I think amazing job. Oh, and the quiz, the yeah. quiz would have come out as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. So on YouTube, if you go to Scroobius Pips YouTube and search Distraction Quiz, there's going to be two quizzes on there that are really good, yeah. so you can play along at any time. Yeah, and they're good fun, and we're famous. We'll be so, famous. Yeah. Yeah, we will. One day, love, we will be famous. One day. I've always said that on my 50th birthday, I want to be on a yacht somewhere. Okay. We've got to got So we've got eight years. We've got to shed a load of podcasts. You might have to get a fans-only page as well. 
Yes. I'm, I'm up for anything. All oh, right. Not my own yacht. Someone else's. Oh, okay. But I just want to be, you know, in that world. All oh, right. Yeah. Just you put it out in the universe. It's going to happen, love. Exactly. It's going to happen. Exactly. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. All right. Oh. All right. Well, All have right. a lovely week. And you, darling, take care. Work. Have a nice week, bye. everybody. Bye. 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 Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.